Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt. You can find us on Twitter at Dan Harris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, what's going on? I am ready to go here. I, I feel a 5-0 coming in the DraftKings. I like the slate. I'm hot and ready to go today. All right. You are hot. That is true. I <laughs> hate this slate. So this is going to be very interesting as we talk through it. Um, what did you do in the circa, by the way? How did you go in the circa? Three and two. Three and two. Okay. I'm five and five in both contests. All right. So yeah, let's recap the where we are in the DK contest before we get in. Uh, we are five and five. We were two and three last week. We had the Eagles getting one and a half from the Rams. It was a terrible loss. We had the Vikings getting three and a half from the Colts. That was an even worse loss. And to be clear, that was the one that I really liked. <laughs> the co- we did hit on the cards giving six and a half to Washington. We took two other games which were the Raiders getting five and a half from the Saints and the Cowboys laying four and a half to the Falcons. I told you on the show to make sure to follow us on Twitter again at Dan Harris 80 at Sports Talk Matt because we, you know, it's early in the week. We want to talk mm-hmm. about it. That was on Wednesday night, by the way. We're going to be doing this on Thursday night from now on going forward just so we can make sure we have as much information as possible. I said to follow us because we might change. We did change. We moved off those two bets. So we moved off two bets that we would have gone one and one on. Yep. You know, not not a, not a huge deal, Matt. I mean, I think we both just sort of felt like, especially where you are in Vegas, it was just such a, so, so much money. So all the public was just running in, of course, to back the Raiders in that first game. We but just what's so ga- funny about that, though, is that, and this is where I need to be careful, okay? That is true. Except for everywhere outside of Nevada. Correct. And I didn't know that because I, I, I'm i in my, literally my Vegas bubble, right? Right. So in the Vegas bubble, it was like, oh my God, the, the line crashed in Vegas. It closed at three and a half. Wow. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous. That freaked me out by that. But everywhere else, it was 80% of the money on yeah. the Saints. So yep. that was my bad. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it doesn't matter. And I liked the Cowboys. But what's funny is that Matt and I talk because Matt and I talk anyway, just about this stuff. And he actually he's in the Circa with a partner and he was taking the other side of that game. He yep. had the Falcons, which, you know, turned out to be correct. So I was like, I don't let, I don't feel that strongly about it. Let, <laughs> let's think more about it. And so we moved off that. We went to the Panthers getting nine and a half uh, against the Bucks for one of them, which was close I don't know man I mean it very easily could have covered but they didn't so that's where that was um but we also moved what was the other game that we moved to that we hit on Matt um why am I drawing a blank now the game we hit on was I'm blanking on it as oh well. the Ravens the Ravens Thank you. yes the, the Ravens laying seven half by the way Matt is always just a Ravens and Matt said you said you talked to a bookmaker or, yeah. or somebody who said they would bet that all the way up to 10 correct right yep yeah so we were like, all right, that's that's that sounds good to me. And again, laying on the Ravens here early because the Ravens play to rip your heart out. They don't just play to to you know barely cover the spread, right. barely win. They play to rip your heart out. So again, really a distinction without difference. We went two and three. We're five and five overall. So that's not good. But the good news, at least in the DraftKings contest, is it was a bad week for everyone. Twenty four percent of participants took the Chiefs laying eight and a half. Wow. Twenty one percent were on the Vikings with us. 40% were on the Eagles as Matt and I talked about, you know, I messaged Matt on the live stream that Matt does, which you should be tuning into youtube.com slash betting pros every Sunday morning, Eastern 11 a.m. to noon. So that's eight to uh, nine where Matt is. He goes through the slate and I'm going to be popping in and I'll, I'll write him questions, everything like that. <laughs> 40% were on the Eagles and 21% were on the Jets against the Niners. You should not be on the Jets wow. against anyone ever. So everybody took a bet. Here we sit. 243rd 
out of 691. So that is not terrible. Two undefeated teams are still in the contest, but neither one of them made a pick last week. Remember, you can take two weeks off. For whatever reason, maybe they were like, man, I was really hot that first week. Isn't that weird, week though, off. in week two? to take Yes, a, to, it's very weird. It's very, it's very weird, weird to me. me. Like, uh, I'm only uh, like, a, like a family emergency or something. Like, right. It's a weird week to take off, it's a, yeah. especially after a 5-0 and start. Why not keep rolling? You're clearly yeah. seeing the board clearly. So that's, so that's a weird are, deal. There are two undefeated teams, but they're both 5-0. and They're not 10-0. and Four teams have picked nine out of 10 games correctly. That's it. Everybody else is eight and eight out of 10 or worse. So we're still right in the mix there. But uh, here's what we're going to do for the show today. Usually what I do is I say, all right, Matt, let's go through the game. Do you give me your picks? Do you like, no, no, we're done with that. We're now going to go back and forth, back and forth a little bit. Now, Matt loves some games this week. I'm like, all right, I kind of have a lean on, you know, four, maybe five, but I'm not, I'm, I'm really like one game, which I think we're both going to be on, but that's really it. Um, some of you have asked for player props. Matt, I don't know about you, like where I'm at DraftKings and especially in any of the online books, they're just not really out. PointsBet has these props that you can do that are, you know, over under 50 yards rushing, over under 75 yards rushing at at massive odds. I just think it's silly to do that. I'll plug the live stream. That's what the live stream is for. Okay, correct. The live stream is going to be a props player prop. I'm going to give you my picks in the Daily Juice. So. You can hear my plays on Sunday for the Daily Juice, and chances are, unless there's like a gigantic crazy injury or a massive line swing, there's not going to be much change to my Daily Juice plays on Sunday morning heading into the Sunday morning live stream. But the player props will 100% be, you know, that's where I'm going to give you the player props. So if you want the player props, live stream every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock Eastern on the Betting Pros YouTube channel. Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to be notified when Matt goes live, click the notification button. That'll let you know. But uh, also, I do props because I do player projections because of, of fantasy. That's that's where I'm at. So I will message Matt. I'm not going to be on, but I will give Matt some of my player props that I like based on my projections so we can relay them there. All right. We've got to get into it. We've been talking a lot. But before we do, I'm just going to say I hope that Matt does not have a particularly strong lean on the Saints laying three and a half to the Packers because I do not. But... If the line were instead, if either team scores a touchdown, you win $100, then I would take that because that's what it is. If you go to bettingpros.com slash betmgm, through that link, if you bet a dollar on either team to win that game, you win $100 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown. Either way, you win the $100 in free bets. There is going to be a touchdown scored in that game. I can virtually guarantee it. You will win. This is available in New Jersey, Colorado, Indiana, and West Virginia. Again, bettingpros.com slash betmgm. Do not turn down free money. All right, Matt, start off. Don't say Saints and Packers to lead off uh, off here, okay? Oh, that so can't I'm, be your best I'm giving bet. you, now, am I giving you my most competent play or just one that I like? And you know what, man? The world is your oyster, whatever you want. I'm going to go with probably what I like the most to what I like the least. So if okay. you want to start that way or do whatever you want, it doesn't matter. All right, the do play it. that I'm the most confident on is the Patriots are going to kick the living daylights out of the Raiders. Okay, so we're just to be clear, we'll talk about that very briefly. But that was also my most confident okay. pick. So we're we're locking that in. But they're going to absolutely like wipe the field with the Raiders, and this is a classic spot for a young football team. Josh Jacobs wasn't at practice on Thursday. Uh, the Patriots are going to take away Darren Waller. Stephon Gilmore is furious after what happened with DK Metcalf eating his lunch. If yeah. the Raiders score more than fourteen points, I'm going to be shocked. Ooh, all right, I'm not going to go that far, but yeah, that this is a a very classic Belichick. Against the spread after a loss is miraculous. I mean, he's, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, if not the greatest coach of all time, one of 
So he's mad. I mean, you look at the picture. The picture says it all, right? He looks like God. he did, right? I mean, he is not going to go to sleep until he fixes all these little things, which in a game, by the way, that the Patriots were, you know, extremely close to winning. One play. Um, so one play, exactly. So I, I, I love that play too. Um, I, I really think that this is something where you mentioned it. I think they're going to take away Waller because that's exactly what they do. I think they're going to stack the box and they're going to say, okay, go ahead. Beat us over the top, Derek Carr. And again, they're traveling east. Don't forget that. It's just, it's got all the hallmarks of a Patriots beatdown. So it is five and a half. It is the Matt Peraltism, but you're throwing it out right now. I will say one thing on uh, bettingpros.com, we have consensus lines. The consensus line is actually five. So it's going down. Yeah. So why, why is that though? Because the public is going to bet with their eyes off of Monday night football. Everyone, everyone's flush with money. Everyone watched okay. the Raiders beat the Saints. Oh my gosh. BetMGM announced today that their number one liability for any team to win the Super Bowl are the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Yeah. They are the course. new Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Fade, fade, fade. Right. So if you look uh, on bettingpros.com, which gives you the consensus lines, it also gives you lines of the various sports book. It's basically torn between five and five and a half. If you look, you know, we have various uh, experts from around the industry who, who make picks. New England is being picked with the spread right now at minus five. So that's, you know, at 83%. 83% of experts are taking them. It's yeah. just something where it's just, it, it's the best game. It's the oh, best yeah. game of the week. If in my the bookmakers opinion. could not have this game on the board, they'd take it down. Yeah. yeah. They, they okay. just chalk it up. You just say, okay, we lost. Move on. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's a game that I like, which I, here's, here's where I get a little worried about this. In the classic sort of way you try to think about gambling, which is the buy low, sell high. Teams are, you know, never as bad as they look sort of, you know, the the last week where they get absolutely blown out. Teams are never as good as they look when they're really winning. I thought that maybe with the Eagles last week with the, with the Rams. And again, that was the quote unquote sharp side. That's where the money came in. But for me, I'm going to take the Titans and you can let me know the Titans minus two and a half in Minnesota. Now, if there were fans... In Minnesota, I might be a little less confident on it. And this is a spot where you would say, well, I'm going to buy low on Minnesota right now, and I'm going to sell high. I mean, it's not like the Titans have looked that good. They barely squeaked by the Jaguars. They barely squeaked by the Broncos, although they they should have won that game. They're probably going to be without A.J. Brown here still. But Minnesota and that defense right now, I don't know if they're quite this bad, that secondary, but I do know that as of right now, whether or not it's just because they're young and they're still getting their communication worked out right now, they're terrible. They are absolutely terrible. Tennessee is incredibly well coached. I like Mike Zimmer as a coach, but he cannot figure this out this quickly with what he has. The fact that this is under a field goal for me, if it was over a field goal, I would I would be concerned. It's a key number three, but at two and a half, that's probably the game other than the one game that I love is the Patriots. Other than that, that's the game that I like second most. So what do you think about that one? I'm with you. It's on my list. And okay. it is a it is a square play, and it's going to be a number where it opened at one and a half. It's been bet to two and a half. I think by the time it gets to kickoff, it may be three. Yep. But being under three is a key. So here's the number that everyone's talking about. If you're on Twitter, you've probably seen it a million times. Teams that are 0-2 against the spread heading into week three, 0-2 against the spread, not 0-2 overall, 0-2 against the spread, mm-hmm. are 22-7, and against the number in week three. Yep. So everyone's going to run around and, and say that, you know, they're going to ham. And this is one of those games that fit into that narrative. Okay. So, oh, and two against the spread, of the Titans, the, the thing that I, the problem I've got with that is that trends don't mean really anything going into a game. 
it's all about matchups. It's not about trends. It's about how do teams match up against each other. The secondary for this Vikings team is just god-awful, and it's Terrible. really, really young. So yep. you can't fix it overnight. The other problem is Kevin Stefanski, his offense is no longer there, and Kirk Cousins looks atrocious. So I don't know if you fix that in one game in one week, given that the Titans are not happy. They're 2-0, and but they're not happy about the way things are going. I mean, they didn't cover last week. They they nearly they won the game by three, and right. you know it wasn't that great to kind of watch. It was like, oh my gosh, are they going to blow this against Jacksonville? So they almost wound up being 1-1. One and one. And then we know the kicking problems that we had on Monday night two weeks ago. So yep. the, the, the Titans have a lot to play for here, and they're very angry about the way things are going. So you're right. Home field for the Vikings, always one of the biggest deals. But Pro Football Focus is rating this defense near the bottom of the entire NFL right now. So oh, yeah. I'm taking the Titans here, minus two and a half. I think very they just win, win the game. I'm with you. on under a, under a field goal, yeah, let's take the Titans. So there is one book out there. Again, you got the consensus lines. I see the book Fox Bet is at three already. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it moves there. And again, our experts, 75% of them as well, are going with the Titans laying two and a half. I, again, I, that's what I think. This is what we talked about, Matt, at the beginning of the season, where A, lack of continuity, B, young team that's inexperienced. You need these preseason games were pretty critical to working out a lot of these issues, and they just don't have it. And there's no way they're going to work it out after how terrible they looked last week. So I, I like and, and backing a team like the Titans, by the way, makes me just feel because I'm so confident in the coaching staff. It just makes me feel like it's like a security blanket a little bit. I'm like, well, Vrabel's not going to go there and they're not going to just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to look past this team. It's not going to work that way. So, all right. You want to lock that one in then? Both of those oh, yeah. two. All right, very Pats, good. Go Titans, those two. Done, done. Okay. Go to your next one. Chargers minus six and a half against the Carolina Panthers. On paper, Carolina defensively is the worst defense in the NFL. Justin Herbert getting the start is a good thing for this team. I like Tyrod Taylor. Herbert is really, really interesting. I think this kid is going to cause a ton of problems. And here's the big issue. Yes, no, Derwin, Derwin James is not there for the Chargers. But no run CMC. How are, how are the Panthers going to score? I mean, it's all on Bridgewater now. And if you're going to have him back there, this is a pass rush. It's going to get up the field and get after Carolina. I'm laying less than a touchdown here. Chargers minus six and a half. All right. So I, I would say that I lean in that direction. I don't absolutely love it. I agree, though, that the lack of CMC here, I'm surprised that this is under a touchdown. I really am. Herbert. I agree. Surprising to me because I talked pretty poorly about Herbert that, you know, just in terms of what his value would be in his rookie season. You think about really last week, the fact that he did not know he was starting mm. until legitimately the coin toss is insane. And he played really, really well. And I think he makes that offense better. My one worry here, and I, I think that CMC makes that Panthers offense much better. Oh. I think Mike Davis is is a capable fill and not anywhere close to it, but they do have a lot of capable wide receivers in DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, and they're going to get Curtis Samuel more involved. My worry here is maybe it was just because they were trying to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, but you saw what Anthony Lynn really desperately wants to do, which is run the ball as much as he possibly can. Kelly, Joshua Kelly, had 23 carries last week, and he's not even the primary ball handler. You know, they could have probably put that game away if they were a little more adventurous. My worry here is <laughs> Interesting that... Interesting word, ad adventurous. Okay, all right. I'm trying, I mean, I'm if, if Anthony, Anthony Lynn had a backbone, you mean? I, I'm being diplomatic. Man. Oh, what gosh. What? Grow a um, pair. Yikes. So I, I think that that is the way, though, that he naturally wants to go. And yeah, it's under a touchdown. So that does certainly make it a little easier. 
but I'm still not convinced that they'd be beyond the backdoor cover in this game. Because I do think that even if they get ahead, they are the type of team that's just going to be like, oh, you know, we're just going to run the ball. That Chargers well, defense, well, you're going to pass and throw that ball 40 times a game. That Charger defense is going to eat him. Bridgewater is going to be running for his life. It they're, is fair. Their it offensive is fair. line is not good. And no, the no. Road, uh-uh. I, I, I don't, again, this is another game. Like, I don't know who scores more, Panthers or Raiders, but neither one scores much. All right. So we'll, we're going to put that one in pencil okay. on the list, but not a guarantee. Not okay. a guarantee. I, you, there is no way you're going to like this next game. Okay. I'm just putting it out. By the way, I'm going to mention it, it. The consensus line is also six and a half, as it is in the DraftKings contest. 60% of people of our experts are picking the Chargers. So not overwhelming. Not that that is the be all end all at all. I mean, we're going to pick what we want to pick, but that does favor your side. You're not going to like this, Matt. I'm going to warn you right now, especially since I also liked this team last week and then we got off it because it was terrible. It's the Cowboys plus four and a half in Seattle. Let me explain my reasoning. The Seahawks usually play close games. I mean, whether it's this year, whether it's not, I mean, they could have very easily lost that game in a game where, you know, Russell Wilson threw a million touchdown passes. They let teams stay in the game. They don't, they're not great at covering the spread historically. I know that doesn't matter, but their defense is not great. The Falcons, which has a good offense, was able to score pretty much at will. The Patriots were able to score very well. And again, Newton, Newton threw for almost 400 yards. I mean, Julian Edelman, I think, set a career high in yardage. That doesn't usually happen when your defense is particularly strong. Now, Dallas isn't perfectly healthy. I think Tyron Smith sounds like he's going to play. I'm not 100% sure there. They are banged up on their defense. But the Seattle line doesn't get that much pressure. Like, they just don't. And I think you saw last week, as bad as Atlanta's offense is, Dallas has the ability to put up points, especially towards the end of the game, even if they're behind, pretty much at will when things are going right, considering they have Zeke, their big three wide receivers, even Dalton Schultz. So four and a half to me, this game without fans, again, with fans, different story to me, because I think Seattle really loses that home field advantage with that. But without fans, this strikes me as a game that should be closer to a field goal. So I imagine you hate this game, but go ahead and give your thoughts. Gritting my teeth. <laughs> uh, I can't you have right the now. whole like board. You could pick any game you want. Yep. And you want to fade Russ right now? I mean, well, what, what did, is he? What is he now? Seventy-five percent completion percentage. Russ is Russ is amazing. Russ you, is you absolutely. Want, amazing. You want to go into that? Te- you want to go up against that guy right now with the way that they're throwing the football, with the way DK Metcalf is playing against a team that got lit up by the Falcons last week. Okay, so maybe we should explain my pick because it's obviously not coming through. <laughs> I'm not picking the Cowboys to win. You're I'm picking not them to taking... lose by a field goal, but I think there's a good possibility that they just got the greatest, luckiest break in the history of sports and father time and everything else comes back. Your your pendulum swings the other way and they got every lucky break you could imagine, including some team deciding, Dan Quinn again, deciding to throw up all, all over himself. And you not, don't have to recover, try to recover onside kicks, man. I don't know why a team would uh, I mean, that, I don't know why you, what, you, I mean, you can't touch it until 10 yards, right? That's Correct. When, when we're taught in Pop Warner, you can't <laughs> touch that ball if you're the receiving team. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how or why you'd want to go near this team. It's a, I, I mean, I, I credit the buy low factor with this because this is buying low on the Cowboys. It's just, my gosh, Russell the, Wilson. All right. The over-under right now is 56. So that's an implied total for the Seahawks of, what, 30? Oh, I'm, not I'm, not debate, I'm, I'm not debating the point that points are going to be scored. If, if we're no, doing, that's what I'm saying. If, I'm, if not we're doing fading Russell, I'm not fading Russell Wilson. I know Russell Wilson is going to put up points. I'm more buying the Cowboys' ability to put up a ton of points to <sighs> hang with 
this offense, but it's fine. This is a team oh. that we that oh. you and I do together. That's why we throw them out so oh. we can move that one to the side, just like we did with the Giants okay. against the Bears last week. All right, my friend, go ahead. Start up with your next pick. Give it to me. All right, I'm going back to the old. Oh, I'm two and zero fading this team. I'm fading them again. Pittsburgh Steelers, according to Pro Football Focus, have a top five defense right now. Yep, they are crushing people. They are young, they are talented, and they blitz as much as anybody in football. This offensive line for the Houston Texans is god-awful. They're not going to be able to protect Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun can run around, okay? And he can move, he can pick up first downs with his legs. I get it, incredible athlete. He has no one to pass to. This dude's got no help whatsoever. Big Ben's getting healthy. Him and Juju are starting to click. Lay the four. Pittsburgh, minus four. It's actually three and a half. Unless Love I'm, it even more. Unless I missed it. Let me check what it is. I think I it's thought it was three four. And a half. No? It's, I don't know. It's you four can in check. the circus. Check, so. check what I messaged you, because I'll tell you, while I look up what it is in betting pros uh, for right now, for our consensus lines, the Steelers, which for whatever reason I can't find at the moment, give me a second, Steelers against the Texans Three are, and a half. Love it. Yeah, it's three and a half, right? Love it. Okay, good. Sorry. Even more. The, uh, you love it even more. Okay, the consensus line is four. In, uh, in betting bro. So we're getting uh, a little bit of a deal there. Yeah, that is on my list. I'm, I'm going to write it in because it was on my list and it was the next one that I was going to talk about. So if you're good with it, I'm fine with it. That's minus Pittsburgh minus three and a half to the Texans. I mean, I feel for the Texans a little bit just because they got so much crap what they did on the offseason and they, they roll out with this schedule where they just have a horrific schedule it's the hardest schedule i can remember for the first three games of anybody in the nfl that i I mean and i've been watching football for a really long time i can't remember a time when you have to play against the two best teams in football and then go on the road to one of the more difficult places in a team in pittsburgh who loves playing at heinz field yep ouch i mean this is just this is it's it's not even bill o'brien's fault i mean mean, you want to hammer the guy fine but this zero and three is almost like an automatic that's what i'm saying yeah look I, my one fear of it is that I, I legitimately despise backing Tomlin in these situations where you think uh, Tomlin has knocked me out of so many survivor pools in his <laughs> coaching career, right? Like this is the type of game where you're going to be like, oh, you just forgot to show up then in this game. But I do think, look, it was my my fourth my fourth game. So I, I'm, I'm totally with you there. And I'm good to put that in the contest. To be clear, our experts, because I didn't give that for Dallas, because maybe you'll be surprised. Our experts for Pittsburgh, 61% favor good. Pittsburgh over Houston. So not crazy. But in uh, Dallas, Seattle, it's 53-47 in favor See? of Seattle. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not crazy, and I'm going to take that one. We do, by the way, Matt and I are two of the experts who put in our picks for betting pros. I'm taking the Cowboys at four and a half, and then on Sunday, we're going to be yelling at each other. I don't know, like, but what? I don't mind it. I mean, it's just as as these five picks are so valuable— like, like, I don't mind you picking in the in the. Well, you, this is why I'm telling you, I hate this slate, Matt. But I, you, you can pick it. as many games as you want on that. So it's like if if you if you go, you know, ten and one, and the one game you get wrong happens to be this game. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of where we are. But it, so to me, it's got a lot to do with the fact that these five picks are so valuable that I just, my gosh, going up against Russell Wilson, just of the five, we have so many other games we could pick. And this is the game we're going to pick? Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm willing to go against Russell Wilson if I'm getting the four and a half points with the Cowboys because I think they're going to hang with him. So deal with it. But it's fine. We're going right. to leave it out. You know what else we're going to leave out? What? The next one I like, which you are going to despise. I'm just putting this out there. I have more, which I know you would like. And so I could kind of pussyfoot around this and be like, well, Matt will probably like Don't this, take the no. Giants. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, no. Giants. Oh, no. Plus oh, no. three and a half. Dan, I wouldn't bet this game with your money. 
I mean, you should. I, I will I, give you I, money and I, you can I would, bet it. I would, if you gave me $100, I wouldn't bet this with your money. The, uh, Matt, why in the hell, me, of all the name, games, why would you ever pick this game? Name me two starting offensive players for the 49ers that will be playing in this game. I can't. Kittle. Right. Kittle. He'll probably Maybe, play. He'll I might, don't he, think he's going to play. He might play, but why would, he you, might. why would you play him if you're the 49ers? Why? Correct. Why would, would you play him if don't you're the play 49ers? Him. You're right. You shouldn't play him. And you're not going to play anybody else of any consequence. And you're not going to play Bosa or Thomas. Well, you can't play Bosa. I mean, because that's what I'm saying. Either. You're not going to play the guys who are out for the season. Okay. I, I mean, you're not going to play either of your starting running backs. You're not going to play your quarterback. You're going to just be throwing nothing out there. You'll probably. And there's, and there's no Saquon Barkley for. And, well, so, we, I understand. But, you know, we <laughs> talked about this last week with Chicago. There was no Saquon Barkley in that game either. And they still covered because the Giants offense. But that's because the, the, the offense is garbage for, for, for the Bears. That's I mean, it's it, you can't you can't go one to the other here. Oh, you just, man. It, it, you, Oh no! Look, oh, look, no. look, 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 look! <laughs> I I said when I was making this pick, and again, I've already put this pick in. Actually, I'd like to see what it is right now. Hold on, I just I I would like to see exactly what it is. First of all, I want to see what the consensus line is. The consensus line is still three and a half, so that is where it is. I want to see out of curiosity. Okay, yeah, San Francisco sixty-two percent to thirty-eight percent. Not overwhelming, not like the the Patriots, but that's fine. Look for me. There, this is also back to back. This is contrarian by contrarian, like by by, by contrarian I standards. I love this it. This is contrarian. To they take are. This, they, this is the they, puke bowl that you're. They've got to stay out east. Now, to be fair, they did not go back west. I don't think. I think they stayed somewhere on the east coast because they played the Jets. Yep. And now they're playing the Giants. I don't think they did the travel, but it's back to back games on the east coast in a time that really doesn't work. They have. No one, Matt, and even their defense. Oh. For it, putting aside, but uh, all right. Uh, for, uh, first of all, let me make it clear: we're not going to take the game, of course, okay. because we've got to fight. <laughs> so I'm just saying it. Relax. I'm not trying to talk you okay. into it. again. <laughs> as I said, I like one game this week, and it was your number one pick, and that's it. But I don't love this slate. But that would be one of my games if I were doing this by myself, because I really do think their cornerbacks are all injured. They've got you know decimated oh. on their defense decimated on their offense and the giants have enough frisky pieces that they can put up few points even without saquon barkley so for me if i'm getting more in the field goal here i'm taking it i am betting it all right so everybody listening out there can make fun of me on sunday betting this oh i'm betting it yeah i'm betting it i'm not i'm not going crazy with it but i've made a bet on it i'm 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 willing to roll with that so i want to Collins to drop 40 on you it would, it, you know, it wouldn't be the uh, the worst bet I've ever made. I'll be honest. All right, go to your next one, Matt. What do you have? All right, so I've got two plays, and and you can tell me which one you want to talk about. I yep. like, and they're both dogs. Detroit plus five and a half, or Chiefs plus three and a half. Which oh. one do you want to talk about? I actually want to talk about both of them. So oh. start. What you're going to do a two for one, which is fine because I've already, re- I'm already at the Giants getting points from the 49ers <laughs> range of my pick. So let's talk about both of them because I'm interested in the Lions, Matt. Because you and I kind of we go back and forth a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we we talk about it a little bit before, and we both sort of had this. This is very much the spot where classic, the way you think about sports gambling, classic time where this is a game for the Lions. But yeah. the more I dug into it. I got nervous about it. So talk oh, to I'm me a way little nervous. bit I'm way nervous about both these picks, and I, and I was trying to find my fifth one because okay. you know, of, of my five, Pats, Steelers, Titans, Chargers, those are my four. The yep. fifth one is when I was struggling. And so with the Lions, I think, I, think Car- I think the Cardinals win, all right? Yeah. But my question is, with backs against the wall, you have to win 
because, it, or at least you have to play competitively because Matt Patricia already has folks saying he should be fired. Yep. And there's already already this call right now for you know complete regime change and completely scrapping everything, pull everything down and start all over again because they tried it with Patricia, it didn't work. This expatriate way hasn't worked. Fire the GM, fire the coach, redo everything. So my concern is they've had back-to-back double-digit leads in week one and week two, and yep. they've blown them both. You know, at some point, do they win that one game like the Celtics did in Game Three against the Heat, where they they had you know, they blew the lead, but they still hung on to win. So I wonder, like, do the Lions get the lead and then blow it again, and the Cardinals come back and they win by four? Yeah, and, and you're catching five and a half. Yep. And so I, I'm 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 with you on being more and more afraid. I just think I think it's gonna be a really public play, and I think it could be like seven by the time kickoff. So I might bet this game with the Lions. For our sake, at five and a half, it's a number, obviously, I don't like. Correct. By the way, can we also talk about the fact that you were like, you're going to learn something about me, Dan. There are certain Peraltisms. I don't go five and a half. And legitimately- Minus five and a half, I don't. But, oh, you don't take- I'll take points. I'll take five and a half. You give me points. It's minus five and a half, I don't lay. Like we're taking the Patriots with your best bet. Well, that's different though, because ah, again, course. this my team is my page. Yeah, yeah, as I told you on, as I told you on, <laughs> when I tweeted you this or t- texted you this, to me, when it comes to my team and the Patriots, I don't care what that line was. Got it. I'm, I'm taking the Patriots six, seven, nine, whatever. The Patriots yeah. are winning that game big in my mind. Kind of like what I do with the Jets, except the opposite way, where I just take whatever. <laughs> anyway, so you're right, taking five and a half. I have no problem taking five and a half. It's late five and a half. That my uh, my my fault. I misunderstood the problem. So, okay. So the plus five with the Lions is intriguing. It's six right now, and it's climbing. Timing. So, like, okay. I, I, the, the people are taking the number and they're, they're pushing it up. So, they, they, the Lions are definitely a live dog here in yeah. this game, but I feel like it might be a little bit too public. Yeah. And then the contrarian right. of contrarian plays is Monday night. Okay. I do want to talk about that one, actually, because I'm more intrigued by that one. And it's funny that you brought that up because I was like, man, I don't even know if this one's going to be worth bringing up. I'd rather bring up the Giants with the three and a half <laughs> than saying the Chiefs. Like, taking the Ravens, which Matt is just like the Ravens, the Ravens, which you are correct. I, here's my, my problem with this. First of all, I'm going to give it on betting pros. It is still five and a half with the Cardinals laying five and a half. There is a six out there right now, and it is at Fox Bet, which is a little off. The cons- the uh, expert consensus for our picks, 76% is taking Arizona, and I am actually on that side now. I, I okay. was originally thinking lines. Here's what I think. I just think at this point that Vegas and, and sportsbooks, I don't think they're properly valuing the Cardinals yet. I don't think they've caught up to what the Cardinals actually are. And kudos to you, Matt, because you liked this team. We talked about it preseason. Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not think that this team was going to be something that was going to make any noise. But they look really, really good. Their defense looks a little better than expected. And I think they're better than bookmakers are giving them credit for. And I think that's going to become apparent pretty soon. Well, here's, Conversely, a, here's, oh, here's a little, yeah. little, little add-on. Yeah, I haven't given this out in the Daily Juice yet, but I'm going to do it tonight. Go bet the Cardinals to win the NFC at plus 1,200. And yeah. if you look at the NFC, I'm not saying winning the Super Bowl now because you're dealing with the, with the other side with the Ravens and the Chiefs, but just to win the Super Bowl. If you look at the teams in the NFC and how the Cardinals match up with them at plus 1,200, it's incredible odds, incredible value on the Cardinals there. So sorry to interject, but but that, that's a bet I think people should make right now at plus 1,200 for the Cardinals to win the NFC. That's a great call, actually. Yeah, I Definitely, people, if the odds are 1,200, I hadn't looked at it, they should do that. Conversely, as I was saying, the Lions just suck. Like That's the bottom line. Their defense <laughs> is young and injured. I know they're going to get Kenny Galladay back. I don't care. This okay. is just not the defense. I don't think they're going to be able. I think it's going to be a monstrous day for every 
significant piece of the Arizona offense. Kenyon Drake, we talked about it. We just had a, a daily fantasy sports show that we do on Thursdays. Kenyon Drake was a guy that we all loved. Uh, Kyler Murray was a guy that we all mm. loved. If you're willing to spend up on quarterback, on cor- on uh, wide receiver, do it with DeAndre Hopkins. This is just a game where I think that in the end, this is going to be kind of like the, oh, the Cardinals are a scary team. Mm. So I, I'm staying away from the lines, but go to the Chiefs plus three and a half because I I think this is going to wind up being somehow in the DK contest, but go ahead. So here's Chiefs plus three and a half. And I believe the hook here is a big deal to me. Yep. Kansas City doesn't lose these games as underdogs. They have not been a dog in a long time. I forget the actual stat, but it's been yep. like two years since they've been an underdog. You have Patrick Mahomes playing in the AFC Super Bowl, because that's what this is. It's the regular mm-hmm. season Super Bowl. Everyone, all eyes. I know that you've got Lamar Jackson, and I like the running game a lot, but the problem is if the Ravens get behind, they got a tough time making games up. They have a tough time coming back from, from deficits. And what, what do the Chiefs do? That's all they do is come back from deficits. No matter what you put them at, 10, 20, doesn't matter. This team just comes back. I, I, the best team in football are the Chiefs, and I'm catching points. I don't care where the game's being played. Plus three and a half? Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, this is going in the contest, Matt, okay. because it was it was on my list and I was like, I'm going to save this one for a little bit down because I think it's crazy. And I know you love the Ravens and you have been on. You have been I mean, you have been complete like, oh, no, 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 no. This is a, I don't care what they're giving that seven and a half. I've got no problems yeah. taking that whatsoever. You've been <laughs> uber confident. So I was like, well, you're not going to want it. The Chiefs. But I agree with you. I, I'm not sure necessarily that they're the best team. I, I don't know whether or not they're better than the Ravens, but I do know if I'm getting more than a field goal. I'm good with it. So for me right now, you correct me if I'm wrong. We're pretty much in agreement right now at the Pats laying five and a half against the Raiders. Mm -hmm. The Titans laying two and a half to Minnesota. Yep. The Steelers laying three and a half to the Texans. The Chiefs getting three and a half to the Ravens. The only other, right? We're good on those Yeah, we're good. All right, those four are locked. The other one that's under consideration is the Chargers laying six and a half to the Panthers. Now that is under consideration. Let's talk through some of these other games and let's just see whether or not we think there's anything else that we could be missing. How do you feel about the Bears getting three and a half in Atlanta? I mean, this is the problem with the Bears because they win a game and everyone's going to be like, here we go. And it's Trubitsky. Oh, he's playing great. Look out. Give me a break. It's Trubitsky. Okay. It's the first start. I don't care. It's it's one. It doesn't make a difference to me in my mind. I am not looking at this as like an opportunity where we're saying, yes, this is smart. I'm going, you know, I'm going to fade as much as I can. I'm going to fade the Bears. I, I can't go near that game. All right. So for me, this would be one where I knew you wouldn't because I'm not. A lunatic. Um, but it would be one where if I'm forced to choose a side, it would be Chicago in this one. And the, the consensus line, by the way, is down to three. There's Ooh. only one three and a half that I see out there. So getting the hook uh, in the DK contest is, is something that that makes a little bit of a difference. I don't really trust uh, Trubisky. And there's no way that I would really be like, if I can find any way to avoid doing this, that I would want to do it. But Atlanta is is just so bad. And they may be down Julio Jones, by the right. way. Just, uh, But I I agree with you. I just wanted to see, because if you were on the fence about it, I would be willing to talk this one through. Well, the only other I, game that I'm on the fence on is the Rams at the Bills. How do you feel about that one? Because so that the, is the, can, what is the, that is the Rams getting one and a half in Buffalo. Yeah. So By the way, I do want to point out just on that one, 77% of our experts are on Atlanta in that game. I if I'm if I'm forced to choose a side, I'm taking Chicago at the three and a half. It's three again on our consensus. But go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I it's just like last week, right? So last week, 
the Eagles were laying one, one and a half. And it closed, I guess it opened with the Rams getting, I guess the Rams were open as favorites and then it flipped and the Eagles wound up being favorites. Right. But the Rams are, this is the tell game for me with LA. So if they can go back to the East Coast on back-to-back weeks and beat the Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, have played nobody. Okay, right. Miami and New York are not teams. I mean, I also, by the way, if you are new to this podcast, Matt despises the Buffalo Bills and correct. talks them down all the time. Yes, I do. So go ahead. And, and I actually had somebody on there because I ripped them on the Daily Juice last night. And people, somebody emailed me and said, "What's your problem with Josh <laughs> Allen?" I said, "I got a big problem with Josh Allen. Can't hit the ball inside <laughs> of a barn." But see, so 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 my thing is this: so the Rams have played have played a higher level of competition. And mm-hmm. it goes back to my whole theory about yep. winning on the road with, with the fact that you can have the communication with McVay and Jared Goff, which clearly worked against the Eagles. So if my theory is right, the, the Goff's going to play much better this year because no fans on the road. And I don't think this team in Buffalo is all that good. They're good, okay, but the Rams may be the best team in the NFC West, okay? we got to see what happens with Seattle. 49ers are out of the conversation, and the Cardinals are too young to really know exactly what they are only two games into the season. But... To me, this is a show-me game. The Rams go there and win that game outright. The Rams are going to be in the conversation for everything. I mean, winning it all. I mean, everything. So I am, I'm, I'm 50-50 on this as taking the one and a half points and going with the Rams. Yeah, you know, the consensus now is two and a half uh, for the lines. And the, the Rams are getting 52% of our bets. So it's pretty much split down the middle. This is not a game I'm going to take. Okay. I, I, I agree, though, with everything that you're saying. I do think I like the Rams before the season started. I thought they were underrated. I think your point about no fans and McVeigh being able to talk to Goff, your theory is great. I think that really does make a difference. I think if you're going to Buffalo and you're doing it at a time where there are no fans and it is not freezing, that's the time that you can play in Buffalo. Okay, yep. Once it gets late, I went to school there. Once it gets late, it's insane. And the fans <laughs> are nuts, are absolutely yes. nuts. It's a tough place to play. But all that said, I am not quite as convinced that the bills are as fake as you will forever think that they are. I get that Josh Allen, you know, misses plenty of throws, but I think I'm not willing to to say I even like either side on this game for either okay. one to win. I feel like it's awesome. So I think we're going to wind up going with the Chargers laying six and a half to the Panthers because I do like it better than everything else. Let's very quickly just touch on the remaining games yep. and just make sure we don't like it. Bengals getting five and a half uh, from the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles have to win, but how in the heck can you back Carson Wentz right now? That's the problem. I mean, I, I, I mean how could you back him? I, I This has everything. Even if the Eagles come out, and again, they just lost Jalen Rager again. Yeah. Even if they come out and they're on fire and they're good, the Bengals are off essentially a mini-buy because they played on Thursday. Burrow is going to be a backdoor cover machine this year. That, that's what, right? That's what you could just see. He just yep. has no fear. He's just going to run around throw the ball. I could see the Eagles winning this game, and this is sort of the spot where you could buy them, but I I, I can't back Carson Wentz. I can't put one of our five coveted picks in for Carson Wentz, so I agree with you there. Uh, Washington getting seven and a half from the Browns. No. Just no. On, on either on, side. On every just... level, no. No, I, I'm not going to trust the Browns. They're at home here. I'll bet the Browns here, and, yes. and, and, and I'll take the Browns, yep. but not in this contest. N- not knowing that, again, backdoor seven and a half is wide open for the Washington football team. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I would take the Browns, like if I'm forced to choose a side, but not in the contest. Uh, the Jets, plus ten and a half. In Indy. Look, I, I have a long standing. I'm not laying double digits in this contest. It's just not worth it in my yep. mind. Ten and a half is too many points. I don't care who it is. It's the NFL. 
it's either a dog or a pass, and I'm not taking that team that's the dog. And the the uh, spread is rising after the Jets announced we will be without any actual players this weekend. <laughs> I mean, they legitimately announced their whole offense, their offensive line, everything. It doesn't matter. It's too many points. I If I'm forced to choose a side, I'm taking the Colts because the Jets are truly abysmal. But I agree with you. It's not a line that I want to go near in this sort of contest. Bucks laying six and a half in Denver. The, boy, it's a cold weather city in a, with a real hot, warm weather team. And is it cold in Denver right now? Yeah. Huh. And and Denver, not cold, cold, but it's a lot, a lot colder than Tampa. Sure. And Tom Brady's record in Tampa, in Denver is horrific. And I mean, like capital H horrific. So, you know, Jeff Driscoll's the quarterback. Though, doesn't right? matter. I don't care. Well, you I mean, know, Corlin Sutton's out, right? Yep. I, 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 I don't care. I'm not right. I, I'm not taking Tom Brady on the road in that in that building. Uh-uh. Yeah. Either way, I don't want that game whatsoever. I just like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I don't like the way the Bucks offense looks right now. I just don't. I, it just seems out of sort. And again, I talked about this on the fantasy, on a, one of our fantasy podcasts. Jeff Driscoll's going to throw that ball. He don't care. Nope. He, he definitely is at the point and be like, I, I, I'll i throw a couple Home picks. dogs in the NFL? Uh-uh. Yeah. Home dogs in the NFL, not, not with Brady's record in Denver. No way. And early on, we talked about this with the Titans, even though we were very clearly on the right side of that game, that Denver just has a way of either winning or covering at least early in the season when they're home. So definitely not a place that I want to go to. And I mentioned it at the start, Packers getting three and a half in New Orleans. <sighs> I don't want to go near it. I, uh, I, I it's yeah, not gun to my that... head. I'm taking the Saints because because yep. they're at home. And I think people are a little bit too high on the Packers right now. And I think Devonta Adams is going to be out here, by the way. So I do think that that does make a difference. I think he is. There's no way to know that yet. But he mispracticed. I saw a report that said it doesn't look real good for his availability. So, it, you know, if that makes a difference to you, fine. I still, though, don't. Michael Thomas is also going to be out. I just, yeah. It's not. It Over field goal is just. It's a stay, I don't, I don't it's a stay away game for me yep. on, on either okay. side. But, I mean, if, if I had to play it, I'd take the Saints. Correct. That's where I am. Okay. All right. So this was not that hard. You feel a lot better about this than I do. I feel good about two of the picks and the rest of them. I'm like, okay, I lean that way. But I do. I, you know what I really like, Matt? I love that I have the Chiefs getting more than a field goal. That's what I, I'm going to watch that game because there, there's never going to be a point where I'm going to be like, well, this this bet's dead. Like, right. this bet, no, you can't. Right? Not, with, no. not with the Chiefs. It could be 20. No, no. They, they could be down 20 at halftime and you could be like, yep, we're still, we're, we're good. <laughs> we're still alive. Yep. All right. So our five official picks. And again, Follow us on Twitter, DanHarris80 at Sports Talk Matt, and go to Matt's live stream Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern, youtube.com slash betting pros. Subscribe, click the notification button. Matt will be talking about it and give player props. Again, it's Thursday. We don't have all the player props, so we're not able to give them here, but we will give them. Matt will give them. I'll give him some of mine. But for our five picks, as of right now, again, we may change them, are the Patriots laying five and a half to the Raiders. We both love that game. The Titans laying two and a half to the Vikings. We like that game. The Steelers laying three and a half to the Texans. I think Matt loves it. I like it. Chiefs laying three and a half, uh, getting three and a half, pardon me, from the Ravens. We both have talked ourselves very much into that game. (laughs) And the Chargers laying six and a half to the Panthers. Matt likes that game. I am very much of, I don't really like any other game in this slate. I lean (laughs) that way, so I'm good to go with it. All right. You feel good about that, Matt? I do. I like those five plays. I do. All right, man. All right. So this was great. I love doing this podcast because it's just fun. And Matt and I, (laughs) other than we send each other maybe a couple of minor leans early on to say, hey, I kind of like this game. We use this podcast to discuss it. So that's where, again, 
Go to bettingpros.com because not all the odds. I tried to give the updated odds when I could that shows you what the consensus lines are, and they're going to move. The DraftKings yeah. lines lock Wednesday. So they, as Matt had said when we talked about it earlier, they try to predict where it's going before the line is actually there. So usually when they set it, it's not there. They predict where it's going to go. So sometimes you're going to get much better value. Sometimes you get worse value than what we talk about here. And again, you can see which way the experts are going when they're picking the game. And I think you can see the way Matt and I have picked it if you go on bettingpros.com. Check it out. Also, download the Betting Pros app. It is awesome. Actually, mm. most times I just make my picks from there because I can do it, but it tracks your bets. They just updated it a couple of weeks ago. It's really awesome. Again, just downloaded it from the App Store. It's great. All right. That is it for our week three show. It was a good one. I enjoyed it. Remember, check out the live stream on Sunday morning, youtube.com slash bettingpros at 11. Matt will give you more information. But until then or until next week, rest easy and good luck with all your bets. 